sometimes I like to put people on the spot. <laughs> Is it, sister? <laughs> I can find my lesson. Oh. Give me a minute here. So, a couple weeks ago, the Lord spoke something to me. And he simply spoke, you can't reach your full potential with sand in your shoes. You can't reach your full potential with sand in your shoes. So... I'm going to pray before we get started tonight so that the Lord will cover the lesson. Father God, we come before you, Father God, thanking you for your blessings, Lord Jesus. Father God, we ask, Father God, that you would just be with us tonight, Lord God. Father God, that you would cover us, Lord Jesus. Father God, that you would speak to our hearts, Lord God. Father God, I ask that you would just Speak through me, Father God, and let your words, Father God, flow through me, Lord God. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The scripture that comes to mind when I think of reaching your full potential is John 10 and 10. John Ten and ten. Saint John ten and ten. Can you turn me up a little bit, Manny, please? Saint John chapter ten, verse ten. <laughs> Brother John. <laughs> and it says, and Manny has it up there. But the enemy cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. More abundantly. Now I'm sure that living here in the Pacific Northwest... Most, if not all of us, have been to the beach at one point or another, right? <laughs> we enjoy the sound of the coastal water ringing in our ears. We sit there in our cozy beach chair with the umbrella that we may sit directly in the sand or we may have a towel underneath. We spent the day at the beach. And when it's time to leave, we pack everything in the car, and when we get home, we realize that there's sand everywhere. There's sand everywhere. How 
did this happen? How did the sand get everywhere? <laughs> Sam seems to be contagious. It starts in one area and then it seems to spread. I don't know how many of you realize that. You get sand in one area, and before you know it, it's in your hair, it's on your feet. You know, you get home and it's all over the clothes, right? It spreads. It spreads. Well, think about it. You were in such a rush that the towel you had on the beach, you just threw in the trunk. Now the whole trunk is full of sand. <laughs> right? <laughs> the whole trunk is full of sand. You were yelling at the kids, let's go! So, of course, they didn't change into the clothes that you brought them. So now, the back seat is full of sand. <laughs> and, of course, you were so busy getting things together that you didn't have time to change your shoes. Now guess what? The front seat is full of sand, right? So the whole car is now covered in sand. This sand has now affected multiple areas of the car when it could have been prevented if we would have just dealt with the sand. And how would we have dealt with the sand? Simply by wiping it off, right? <laughs> Wipe the sand off. The sand is representative of the daily perils we face in our life. So the boss snapped at you today about an area of work, and rather than dealing with it, you come home and you snap at your wife and kids. Right? I probably didn't do that right. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Maybe you're having a long day at the office. Right, mamas? Long day at the office, right? Nothing seems to go right. But the first thing you hear when you walk through the door is mama this and hun that. <laughs> mama this and hun that. Everybody needs something, right? Everybody needs something. Everyone's requiring a little piece of you and you feel like you have nothing else to give. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, 
Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you more hours. I'll give you a double, a twin. Right? I give you two extra legs and two extra arms, so you can get everything done. Right? No. I believe it says, I will give you rest. Rest. Now, I want to demonstrate something, and I am going to need a few volunteers here. So, I'm just going to pick Brother Clint because he's a nice, strong guy. (laughs) Brother Clint, Byron, and Tyler, and Brother John. Brother John, I need I need some strong guys, so that's why. Standing, yeah. Brother Clint, you're gonna stand at the front. Yeah. Is that a Bible, Mamas, right there? No. Is that Bible? Bible. Bible. Okay. Okay. So, Brother Clint's got the Bible. I want you to hold the Bible with both hands. So, oh, no, you want to hold it the other wrong way because something's going to be happening, brother. And I want Brother John to stand in that corner. Tyler, I want you over there. Byron, I want you over there, please. So, believe me, it's going to make sense. It's going to make sense. All right, so you get to. I promise it's going to make sense. Oh, he, <laughs> he's got his own staff. <laughs> he's got his own. Well, you can, you can, you can, you can take that stack too. That's <laughs> fine. And I get Byron the stack. Byron gets the biggest stack of all. Byron gets the biggest stack because it's going to make sense, I promise. <laughs> okay. So, Brother Clint here, he's got up this morning. He's prayed to God to bless his day, right? And he's standing on the word. The word is with him. He's carrying the word with him. Now, I want Brother Clint to start walking that direction. When you get to Brother John, I want you to stop. So, Brother Clint's going about his day. Oh, Brother Clint stubs his toe. So put those two things on top of him. Okay, so stubbed his toe, right? Okay. Nothing seemed to happen. Clint goes about his day again. Goes about his day. Goes about his day. <laughs> goes about his day. And stop. No, don't give him the whole stack. <laughs> 
Uh, so he's getting out the car because he stopped by the Starbucks. And now, guess what happened? The coffee is wasted on his lap. So give him three stacks, three books. All right, so walks along a little bit further. Stop. Brother Clint doesn't have the badge to get into his job. Give him the remainder stacks. Give him the remaining stacks. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so Brother Clint's walking about his day, right? He's going about his day. Stop there, Brother Clint. So he's at the end of the day, and once again, boss got on about his production, right? Something still going to keep walking, brother. Keep walking. Keep walking. All right, stop, brother Clint. So the day's over. Brother Clint, by now, is pretty, pretty frustrated, right? Pretty frustrated. And guess what? <laughs> no, he ain't got home yet. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't got, Brother Clint hasn't got home yet. So, <laughs> so, so you know, Brother Clint, he's, he's, he's getting ready to leave. And he parked in a tow zone. He parked in a tow zone, right? He's got his keys out, and he's like, where's my car? So, Byron, give him the other stack. Give him the, <laughs> give him the other stack. So, brother, brother, brother Clint's walking. Walking home. <laughs> Brother Clint's walking home. And go to your lovely wife. <laughs> Clint, where are you? Where you been? The kids <laughs> Right? <laughs> so he didn't have time to check in with Jennifer. So now she's frustrated because he's normally home by 3.30. And it's 6.30, and he had to go to the impound, get his car. Now, let me ask you something, Brother Clint. How does a stack of books feel? Well, I'm resting it right now. So. No, pick it up, brother. Pick, pick up. I want you to feel the full weight. So, when Brother John put his stack on, how did it feel? It was bearable. Bearable? What about Tyler? Getting heavy. Still bearing it, right? Heavy, but he's still bearing it. Right? Still bearing it. Brother Byron. Pretty heavy, right? Pretty heavy. Bearing some heavy stuff, right? <laughs> I hope y'all know what I'm getting at here, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, what happens when we give it all to God? 
Well, give it to God, brother. <laughs> no, you're walking around with it. Get, you're supposed I'm, to be dropping it, bro. I'm, Just I'm drop it. Sure drop it. No, drop it. <laughs> well, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah, right? It's <laughs> Now, see, you gave the weight to God, right? You gave the weight to God. And now you don't have to bear it. <laughs> you don't have to bear it anymore, right? Right. Right. See, now we getting it, right? <laughs> now, if you notice, I don't know how many of you noticed, there was a reason why the Bible was first. The reason why we start our day out with God. We're supposed to start our day out with God, right? We're supposed to pray. We're supposed to wake up. We're supposed to say, Lord, help me today. <laughs> but what happens? We go through the day. We walk. And if you're like me, I stumble over everything. Oh! <coughs> Dang it, what the heck? Dang, shoot. Right? <laughs> you know her too well, don't you? <laughs> uh, probably my shoe too, but sometimes it's hers, yeah. But, so, rather than praying over that stub toe, what do we do? We carry it, right? Because we... We think, oh, well, you know, it's just a stub toe. But it just, it actually irritates us a little more than it should. But really, instead of us recognizing that the devil cometh not but for to kill, steal, and destroy, he wants to kill your joy, he wants to steal your peace. Right? So, instead of us saying, you know what, Satan? I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We, we, don't, we don't think about it because it's something very small. And then we go about the next few hours of our day and then something else happens. 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 Right? Now you noticed after Brother Clint had all that stuff piled up on him, where was God? No, he wasn't. Where was God? Nope. He he didn't he 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 didn't put God there. Say that louder, Sister Norma. God was at the bottom. So he started out number one, numero uno. Numero uno. There we go. I'll get it right. Numero uno. <laughs> so God started out. Numero uno, 
He started out on top, right? But the stub toe, the boss getting on your nerves, the car getting towed, the wife yelling at him. Where's God now? Where should he have been? Now, what would have happened if Clint said, you know what, Lord, I ain't going to let this stub toe get on my nerves. This boss ain't going to get on my nerves. You know, yeah, I shouldn't have parked in the no-towing zone. I should have paid more attention. But you know what, God, I'm going to give it to you, right? You know, I didn't call my wife. You know what? I'm sorry, sweetie. I, I, I've had a big day. I've had a busy day. I've had a frustrating day. Everything that could have wrong, went wrong did go wrong. So where's God now? He's still at, but you can still see him, right? Because you didn't let all this other stuff get in the way. You decided to keep God right there. So rather than allowing everything to affect you, yes, it happened. But what did you do? Like the sand, right? You shake it off. You shake it off. Because I'm not going to let the devil steal, kill, and destroy me, right? I'm not going to let it happen. Because there's only, there only takes one thing, and before you know it, the whole thing's a mess, right? And that's just one day. Some of us carry things for months, years. Years and years and years, as they say in the South. We never deal with it. And we wonder why our life is in a disarray. Simply because we did not give it to God. We allowed it to take over and to control our life. Philippians 3.13 Philippians 3 and 13 and this is one of my favorite verses. One of my favorite I always go back to this verse when I start Reflecting on my past a little too much. 3.13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind 
and reaching forth unto those things which are before. So, Paul is saying we are not to allow the minor setbacks in our life to determine where we're going. Right? When we're on a mission to get somewhere, we're going to get there by any means possible, right? Sister Jennifer has a child bacon in the oven. <laughs> Turkey's almost done. Happy Thanksgiving, right? But I bet you on the day that she's ready to have her child, if the car doesn't work, She's not gonna, that baby's going to come out, right? Whether the car is running or not, right? It's going to come out anyway. We have to be determined that we are going to reach heaven no matter what. We're not going to allow any circumstance, chance, or anything in our life to determine whether we get to heaven or not. Because we each have to make it to heaven on our own, right? I can't make it to heaven on Brother Harper's relationship. We can't make it to heaven on Grandma's relationship or Daddy's relationship or Auntie's relationship or Great Grandma's relationship with God. Grandma was a great Pentecostal, set on fire for God. Oh, yeah, that'll get me in heaven. No, it won't. <laughs> we have to get to heaven for ourselves. We have to be determined that we are going to do it. Hebrews. 12 and 1. Hebrews 12 and 1. Hebrews 12 and 1. And this is the King James Version. It says, Therefore, seeing we also are compassed about with such great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Now I wanted to look at this verse in a couple of other translations simply because I believe it'll make a little bit clearer sense to you. So the English stand, the English standard version says, "Therefore since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. And let us run with endurance." The race that is set before us. I don't know how many of you have ever watched 
the Olympic trials on TV, the long distance runners, they don't run for speed. They run for endurance, right? They run, they pace themselves. Because slow and easy gets the job done, right? Slow and easy gets the job done. So if we learn to lay aside every weight as it comes to us, lay aside every weight, no matter what it is, whatever we encounter in our day, we have to brush it off of us. We have to brush it off of us so that we can see God clearer. That's why they make windshield wipers, right? (laughs) When the rain's falling down on you and you can't see in front of you, the windshield wipers help you to see clearer. Our windshield wipers are the Word of God. The Word of God is what helps us see clearly what is set before us. So as long as we keep God first, we keep God at the top, we keep God at the front, we keep God in the forefront, of everything we do then we'll run this race and we'll run it successfully and each and every one of us will make it to heaven because we did not have sand in our shoes. A long distance runner can't run a race with sand in their shoes. Sure, it's pretty uncomfortable. (laughs) So, as we go about our day, let us think about those things that may try to trip us up it may cause us to stumble. It may cause us to fall. Make yourself a plan that you're going to be determined in Jesus' name that you're not going to allow it to happen. Nothing in your day is going to trip you up because you put God first. You put God first. Amen? Amen. Let us pray.